Welcome to the Wealthy Sports Lounge. This is your host, Tyler. I that think that's my name, right? Yes, I believe so. Last <laughs> yeah, I checked. I don't know. It's It was a rough oh, night. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> I I'm, gave you seven seconds of heads up. Hey, you're doing the intro. Let it fly. <laughs> you know, I had nothing planned. I'm uh, inebriated and irritated. But hey, we got part-time Josh back on the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm fantastic. So ready good to, to have you. Ready to go. We thought you were permanently on IR. Season-ending injury here. <laughs> oh, nope. We got healthy just in time for the uh, the big game. Oh, well. Glad to show up. Yeah. So happy to see you. Glad to be here. We all need bench warmers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Producer Joe and his unlimited plethora of NFL knowledge. How are oh, you yeah. tonight? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I got I got breaking news for everyone. Ooh. Ooh. I like breaking news. Tom Brady's retiring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my swagger back. Oh. <laughs> And, of course, my co-host here, Justin. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing great, my friend. Glad to have uh, part-time Josh back in the house. And uh, we don't. It's it, for him, it's not IR. It's, it's the disabled list. So I think we're going to go the old-school route before that was deemed politically incorrect. <laughs> so Josh off the disabled list. On the, so. <laughs> on the commissioner's exempt list. <laughs> Uh, I'm man. just I'm just waiting for my paycheck to come in yet. So <laughs> I, something account in the accounting system is wrong oh, here. Man, <laughs> you're gonna have to talk to HR about that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm so happy to have everybody here tonight. We do have big news, as as producer Joe has already alluded to. Big news in the NFL. Tom Brady has officially, uh, you know, after throwing a big old hissy fit about uh, Schefter breaking the breaking the news first, Tom Brady has called it a career. <laughs> I want that to be at my funeral too. <laughs> they, as they as they fire me out of a cannon. Awesome. <laughs> so great. So well, you know, I, I've had a lot of Tom Brady angst over the years and um, you know, but anything that I have said negative, obviously he's been a huge influence on the game. And a huge part of my entire lifetime. Um, so we'll start with Justin. Justin, give me your give me your thoughts on Tom Brady. Is this is this really it for for old Tommy Boy? Uh, yeah, it's it. Uh, I don't think he's it, Tom Brady and Kobe Bryant have a lot of similarities. They died in, in a helicopter crash. <laughs> Wow. Wow, this took a turn. <laughs> that still feels too so soon. Bad. Am I on the right show? <laughs> like oh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a start to the word. night. <laughs> so bad. I'm still mad for tonight. I'm sorry, guys. I'm mad he died too. I, 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 Green Bay lost two weeks ago. This isn't intentional. Sorry, oh Kobe. my gosh. Oh man. That's so <laughs> Okay, I pulled it together. Um no uh, timestamp that. No, I I think that Tom Brady is already so heavily invested in the in the business world. He's got like three brands that he's building. I think he's gonna, you know, he's gonna do just fine outside of football. And um, it was an incredible career. I remember my first time really like watching Tom Brady play was a Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl he was in because I I enjoyed watching the Rams play, the greatest show on turf. And uh, they beat the Titans in that Super Bowl uh, in 99, I believe. And then in 2001, uh, they played the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And I remember watching that game. And I I was rooting for the Rams. And the Patriots came back and won it. 
and I was like, I am going to root against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. As a, I made this decision as a seven-year-old. And uh, about 12 years later, four or five Super Bowl appearances or something like that, I'm like, maybe I should reconsider this because this is painful. <laughs> the dude just won't stop winning. So um, it turned from anger and hatred to just kind of a, a, a respect for how, how good he was um, at the game of football. It, it's, it doesn't matter if you like him or not. You can't help but you know admit that he... He's one of the greatest of all time to do it, and it's it was just really impressive to see. My favorite memory is that twenty eight to three comeback against Atlanta. That that was just a um, you can sign, stamp, seal, deliver it. Greatest of all time, um, one of the greatest single game performances of all time, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a weird. Uh, like I posted on Facebook, I went with the uh with adam schefter's initial report saying that he retired and i jumped on the bandwagon and just said that it truly is the end of an era with mm-hmm. roethlisberger and brady now gone breeze breeze the rivers the, went down last yes, year and, exactly yeah. so that that the the book of that era is officially is reached the end and it's 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 bittersweet in a way because that this is like this is the football that i grew up watching mm. And I read something today that there are only five active quarterbacks with a Super Bowl ring in the NFL today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Rodgers, Mahomes, Flacco, which is bizarre to me, <laughs> um, uh, uh, Wilson, and Nick Foles. Flacco's mm-hmm. still active? I'm sorry, out of yeah, all he's that. he's a backup that's... on the Jets. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know yeah. what else is crazy as you were just talking about your whole history of watching and hating him at seven years old? The crazy part is, is at seven years old, and now what? He had, he played twenty two seasons. Yep. Like you're not old, but you're not young. Yeah. <laughs> and like you remember that from seven. Yeah. That's how yeah. long he's been. Like there was you don't a, remember anything before that. Right. That's there it. was as long as you've known football. Tom it, Brady's yes. there. Yeah. There was a report that came out today that said Tom Brady's been around long enough that he has played. Uh, players from every day, starting in 1978, his rookie year, Warren Moon was still on a roster, played 20 years in the NFL. Wow. And, uh, yeah, was originally declared for the draft in 1978. So that's that's something. Unbelievable. Yeah. Joe, sure, you're, you know, probably only Tom Brady memory. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> good call, good call. <laughs> Josh, how about you, man? Any 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 words for the eulogy here? You know, I think he had a great career. I hated him for a while uh, just because of how <laughs> he just kept winning. And then, you know, just like Justin, it's like after a while, you just kind of want to see how long this guy can keep that that elite level and, and keep winning. And, you know, kind of started switching over and rooting for him. So sad to see him go just because, you know, to Justin's point, it's the end of an era. But happy that he was able to end at a high level mm. like he he chose when he <laughs> wanted to be done and you know nfc champion you get not sorry not nfc championship almost to the nfc championship mm-hmm. but he had a great season i know um tyler wants to rip me apart when i say no that no, he no. Had a i great... was laughing at maggie oh okay growling. i was gonna say, <laughs> or I, was gonna say I thought he had a great neighborhood year. cow um, yeah yes so so good for him to hang it up when he did and to play as well he's as he has into this age it's unbelievable i'll uh I'll end it on, you know, I, I've always been a big Tom Brady detractor. And, and uh, you know, looking back at his career, it's, it's really amazing how many 
single plays from nearly every year that you know had swung the other way that we wouldn't even be really having this conversation you know you think back to the tuck rule if that had been ruled correctly never gets that first super bowl right you talk about the vinatieri if he sails one you know one or two of those wide right i think the first three were one on vinatieri's uh, end of regulation kicks yeah um you know, you know, on the other side of the court, coin, if uh, David Tyree doesn't make the helmet catch, right? You know, it, Mario a, Manningham down the sideline, yeah. perfectly placed How ball. How many of these games, you know, these legacy defining games have come down to a single play? And mm-hmm. he's always, for the most, you know, obviously the majority of them has ended up on the right side of those. So, yeah, it, and that's what's so great about it. Yeah, is that. The Super It'll Bowls. never happen again. Right. I mean, things will never line up this yeah. perfectly ever again. Yep. Um, you know, again, I, I've never liked Tom Brady. I, I still don't particularly like him. But, you know, all things considered, I think this week really uh, – certainly I, I like him more today than I, I ever have. You know, again, other than I get not controlling your narrative and retiring on the day that you want to and what have you. But, um, you know, the, the guy's calling it a career – the season after a season where he led the league in touchdowns in yards and you know from reports it's it's to spend time with his family and as a dad of two beautiful kids you know there's there's millions upon millions of dollars on at stake here you know to 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 continue and reasons to keep playing and he's calling it at still in in his prime you know even even though he's 44 calling it quits to you know say hey like I, i've missed out on all this time with my kids like i it's time that i dedicate my time to that yeah and uh i don't think there's any better reason to uh you know retire and in especially knowing that you can play at such a high level still even with the loaded rosters aside you know he's he's obviously still very good uh this late in his career so uh good for him um, i was a bit shocked i don't know how you guys feel about this um no mention of the patriots or bill belichick in his uh, official retirement statement. <laughs> that, was, that was a bit shocking. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I, I, I feel like that will change over time. Um, you know, I understand from his perspective, you know, they kind of pushed him out of the door, but for, you know, again, an organization that gave you everything that you have, um, you know, and took took a risk on you as a, as a uh, sixth-round pick and, uh, you know, put pieces in place for you to have this this longevity that you've had you know obviously a lot of that has to do with with brady and, and his commitment but um that was a bit of a of a shock to me cool well i'm gonna interrupt you here because i have some breaking news in the sports world can we cue that music ba, 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 um was that supposed to be the music or that that was the music we don't have breaking wow. news music on our on our pad yet um two things actually one i'm gonna start with the one that really doesn't matter but it's just kind of cool uh the washington redskins have officially been renamed the washington commanders literally but hey seriously the Mm -hmm. banner has been seen at fedex field ahead of the announcement Mm -hmm. the washington Commanders. i actually don't hate that that. i don't hate it either there there was a couple good options they were like the one that I didn't like that everybody seemed to like was was I think the Red Wolves. Yeah, that's but like they had the, they had the generals, they had the yeah the, the sentinels. Like, I was like, yeah, yeah those, those, I, those make sense. Yeah, for, I get it. You know, I don't I don't hate it. I think they should have just kept the name the Redskins and changed their mascot to a potato, and then it would have been, 
it'd have been fine. Just in Idaho, it been that done. may have been the smartest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, great. <laughs> so oh, the second thing, um, and this is a little bit more important, is that it has been leaked that Jim Harbaugh intends to sign with the Vikings. Yeah. What are your thoughts about that? Leaving I feel like he's a little old to play football. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, might still be an improvement though. <laughs> he's gonna play quarterback. <laughs> he's man. He's he, they're gonna put 100 pounds on him, and his ass is gonna play offensive tackle. Like that's where they need the help the most. Ah, I don't know. It sucks leaving leaving good old U of M for an internet interdivisional rival for everybody at this table. Um, not a fan, but I don't know. I, you, the, the the fit that I, I thought made the most sense, and maybe I'm wrong on this, but I thought he would have been the perfect segue to move away from Sean Payton and take over in New Orleans. Interesting. I just I feel like they coach very similar, their styles are very similar. Um their their acumen, uh, you know, for a long time has been very similar. Um, you know, and, and also in that situation I feel like, hey, you have say over who's Who's the next next quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? Where in Minnesota, maybe they decide to move off Kirk Cousins, but at thirty five million fully guaranteed, you're going to be kind of hard pressed to to move off of him this year. Um, and, and maybe 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 he likes the idea of of Kirk Cousins being the guy, but um, I don't know. I I feel like especially with Tom Brady officially retiring and that division being wide open, I would have went to to New Orleans, but. You know, they're not backing up the Brinks truck to me, so I have no opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, but don't you think uh, Buccaneers will take James Winston? <laughs> I can't even finish this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers confirmed uh, to Tampa Bay it's happening. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, uh, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens, but I, I, it's interesting to me. Um, I, I, I guess the biggest surprise out of this whole situation is the fact that uh, it will get to this as I think this is our next next talking point is the Miami Dolphins with Stephen Ross being a huge benefactor and contributor to U of M. You really would have thought if he would have went anywhere, he would have went to the guy with the connections to to the you know the the college that he currently coaches for. So I thought that was a bit surprising. Um, so I want to discuss this briefly, and I really don't want to spend a ton of time on this because this is a story that came out about three hours ago. Yeah. And um, so there are the amount of information that we have on this is incredibly limited. Um, so, again, I want to just talk about this briefly and then move off of it, because next week, if we do have a show next week, um, it, we will need something to talk about. So um, if that happens, we'll we'll dive much deeper into this. So uh, Brian Flores is suing the NFL, former head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's suing, suing the NFL and specifically three teams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants, alleging discrimination regarding the interview process with Denver and New York and his firing last month by Miami. Um, he goes on to say later that uh, Miami's uh, owner offered him $100,000 per loss in 2019 mm -hmm. in order to... Uh, get them in position for better draft status. Um, I that's spicy. Yeah, it's. I'll, I'll be honest. That's insane. I'm gonna give my take on this here real quick and kind of just let everybody know where I'm coming from. So I, I and and I, 
I'll, this is my show and typically I let it fly, but I'm going to be I'm going to be a little bit delicate with this. So I typically for me personally, I never like to play the racist card when I can also play the that's just a shitty person card. That is just kind of a, a rule of thumb that I had because I, I think that there are things that can be racist that you can also put as this person is just a piece of shit. And I'm not saying that as an excuse or anything, but I this is this to me has legs. And Tyler, I'll, I'll have you kind of outline a couple things that you saw on this. But um, he, he brought receipts. Yeah, I did. And I am very curious to see how this whole saga plays out because you and I both we were shocked when we did the show after Black Monday when everybody got fired. Um, this is the one that surprised everybody mm-hmm. because he had exceeded expectations as far as everybody around the league was concerned. And it came out that there was um, there were some personality, um, uh, you know, it was a it was a battle of attrition between him and the front office. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there might be something way more serious going on than that. Yeah. So what are your what are your thoughts about all this? Yeah, but. This again, it's a delicate situation, but at the end of the day, I feel like there's probably going to be more receipts that'll be coming out, not just from Flores, but I, I. This is a class action lawsuit. This has legs, and there are going to be other people that are going to be coming to the table with, I, I would only assume are more receipts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just from a perspective of someone that has no idea what's going on, yeah. what are some of the like receipts that are being brought? Yeah. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know, the, the Rooney Rule, I think that was established, what, in 2002, if Sounds I'm not about mistaken, right. yeah. uh, basically requires every NFL franchise that is conducting any sort of uh, coaching, um, vacancy filling, uh, they have to interview at least one minority owner, and that's it. So basically for a long time, that's been seen as it's a box to check and nothing more than that. Mm-hmm. So we've seen over the years, you know, just thinking of this big picture, of course, you got to think that, what, 90, probably fair to say 90% of the the players in the NFL are minorities. They're sure. African-Americans. And we don't have a single minority outside of what Chad Khan as an NFL owner. Sure, we have one single minority head coach. Yeah. So uh, when you look at over the years again, um, these these candidates that have come out, Eric Bieniemy being a, being a huge one over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. that hasn't even been sniffed at really for a head coaching position. When the results are there, and then you get these guys that are coming out of college with piss poor records no no playing experience um you know varied results from a coordinator perspective and then you have again these these guys like byron leftwich like eric Bieniemy, that uh, leslie frazier again um mm-hmm. you know you look back at lovey smith um you know mike tomlin is it yeah um and, and it seems like comparatively they're on shorter leashes so yeah back to back to the original discussion um He's brought the $100,000 per game to tank, which good for him for standing up and saying, absolutely not. That's yeah. that's above or that that's below my character here. And I'm not going to do that. And right. they, they went way above expectations that year. Um, he also brought uh, text messages from Bill Belichick 
congratulating him for getting the Giants position. Belichick thinking that he was uh, texting Brian Dabble, who actually did get hired. And this was three days prior to his actual interview, um, which is huge. Again, him being the only minority candidate that was getting interviewed for that position. If Belichick's coming forward and saying, hey, congratulations on, on this head coaching job for it's already settled and, and we're still getting in here for a checkbox to to interview. And then we there also from 2019 was um, evidently an accusation. Again, this is an accusation here uh, that Denver's front office showed up uh, disheveled and hung over and over an hour late for uh, an interview for the, uh, the, the Denver Broncos position that Vic Fangio eventually ended up getting. So, it certainly seems like there was not much uh, of anything being put into these interviews. And again, to his point, um, appear to be just a box to check and nothing mm-hmm. more than that. Like these, for a lot of years, a lot of these guys have come out and said, we don't really have a shot. And they're doing it more so for the experience and exposure through the head coaching process. Right. right. So, um, you know, again, there's going to be a lot more to come, and I'm sure we're going to cover that. Uh, and again, being class action, there's going to be a lot more to come uh, right. for this over the next couple of weeks. And it's a shame that it came on the heels of such a, a good postseason of football right. right before the Super Bowl. But, you know, from the looks of it, it, it it's it been brewing a long time and it needed to be said. Yeah, so. I I am shocked by this because the NFL has always struck me as the ultimate meritocracy. And. That is kind of the guys that I see, or the that's a lens that I see that whole process through. Do I have my ear to the ground with how? And no, I'm a fan. Like I'm on the outside looking in. Um, and there, some of this, and, and the problem is, is that some of the stuff that gets said is so far out there in Looney Tunes land that sure. I don't give it the time of day. Um. But the fact that so it's like for instance with the Colin Kaepernick um, incident, he did he sued the NFL mm-hmm. and they settled out of court for an undisclosed amount of money and an undisclosed settlement. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores wants this a hundred percent on the table, out in the open. Class action. Yep. Class action is Latin for everybody going to fucking hear about this one. <laughs> so um, I I'm very. I'm curious to see how this goes. Yeah. I'm very curious. So we'll we'll definitely update you guys as we hear more about this and maybe maybe if there's another bombshell that comes up, Tyler and I'll just hop on a mic and put something out there during I'm, the week. Before so. we move on, I'm sure we will touch on this. Um but this this is certainly reaching <laughs> a nuclear level at yes, this point. For sure. Has Flores effectively put himself on the do not hire list, and uh, and unfortunately, we 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 all know. I mean, that's that's likely what is going to happen. It's possible. It's very possible. Well, it sounds to me like, sadly, with the situation, he wasn't on the hire list to begin with, and that's part of the problem. So, mm-hmm. like, I think he's well. It's probably the point of being resolved to part make, of this that is a bigger issue. But uh, apparently, he's still at this point was very deep in negotiations with Houston. Right. Mm-hmm. So he. It's not like everything was off the table yet. And right. He, yeah. And of note, he has not brought Houston in Correct. as one of these teams that he's Correct. saying. He also interviewed with Chicago. Yes. And he's not bringing them in. Yes. 
So and they haven't hired a head coach yet. I they believe. did. Yeah, they they they. That's right. The DC from Indianapolis. That's right. E- yeah, e- e- Eberall or whatever yep. his name is. Houston has not hired a head right. coach yet. There's still five vacancies out there. Yeah. So and, what is it? New Orleans, Miami, Houston, Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. There's one other one yeah. that's escaping me right now. But the only way I always like to play devil's advocate in the situate in situations like this, the only thing that I can think of, and the the the, the Chicago guy kind of kind of shoots this down a little bit but i think we are gonna we are seeing a trend in head coaching hires being offensive guys i think the league is moving in that direction so i think that that handicaps it a little bit yeah um but like to your point the chicago bears just hired a defensive guy out of indiana white white dude white as white as it can get so like (laughs) that i don't know i always like to play devil's advocate but that might not be the best one so anyway we'll update you as we learn more so uh, moving on, let's talk about some uh, some football this weekend, and uh, let's start with uh, my Kansas City Chiefs, who <laughs> sorry <laughs> shit the bed this weekend. Hey, I can relate. Yeah, can you play oh. the donut theme? No, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. We're going with the funeral guys. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Um, what a game! What a game, man! I the first I texted you guys as the first half was yep. coming to a close. I was like, "Well, the route is on." And, and you also let's not sell yourself short here. And I think we we're all thinking this, but I think your your text message said that was a cocky ass play by Andy Reid, and that may come back to bite them. Yes, one hundred percent. Are you talking about the end of end of half? Yep. To yeah. Tyree Kill with no time. They didn't take their three points that they should have. Yep. And how much did they lose by? Mm-hmm. Three, Three points. points. Yep. I um I I just I okay. My brother-in-law was in town this weekend, and he played football in high school, but he doesn't like he doesn't follow the NFL or anything like that. I'm teaching him how to play Madden on your controller, by the way. Thank you for that. <laughs> um, and I'm teaching him. He he's the kind of guy who. It was like it's fourth and eight from his own eighteen yard line, and he's going for it on fourth down. Okay. And I'm like, no, dude, we get along fine. That's that's mad nonsense. Like you're not maybe if you're excellent at Madden, but you're Look. not good enough to do that. So you punt the ball and you live to see another day. We're biting kneecaps off, man. Yeah, it's Madden. Okay. There's no consequences here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the consequences that I was gonna shame him forever <laughs> plus i was playing on all madden and he was playing on the one above rookie so there's also that going Bro. so um so and then the the last thing was is like he was in the red zone i was like no dude you're 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 up at seven right now going into the half take the points always take the points and um he didn't and or excuse me he did and he ended up beating me a field goal in a game, game of Madden that I was two levels above. I love how difficulty. you led into the story like you were literally kicking his butt so bad. And I was the first two games. Look, okay. the first two games, yeah. And then Justin I started here to sounding like him. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's everyone else's fault. Yes, <laughs> yes, it it's is. The computer settings, it's special teams. My point being is that you take the points, and <laughs> I've been pretty consistent on that, and I. I as soon as I as soon as that happened, I was like, "We're in trouble." Mm-hmm. That is whatever direction this game goes in, we're gonna look back at the end of half scenario. The middle eight is what always Cincinnati won the middle eight; they won the game. That's how it works, always. So, I just ah, uh, that was 
that was bad. And then we got Pat Mahomes in the first half, and we got Jackson Mahomes in the second half. Ah, yeah, you like that, huh? I, <laughs> I, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. The fact that the, here, I'm a big Chiefs fan, and part of me was relieved be, that they lost because I don't have to see that douchebag dancing on the 50-yard line at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. on uh, w- while his brother is playing a football game and he's TikTok dancing. I can't stand that kid. Can't stand him. Don't want anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. It's making me want to be a Lions fan. I would just reconsider. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better, I said the Lions I, fan. I, I think it's getting better. So, yeah. Um, well, so the Lions or the, the Chiefs lose in overtime. By the way, can we put this overtime thing to... Can we put this to bed now? That overtime's not broken. Can we put it to bed? Never. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> because you damn well know if the Chiefs would have taken that ball down and scored a touchdown that it, like, I, I, it would have lit the internet. Like they won the coin toss and I was like, "Oh, I hope they score a touchdown just to see everybody lose their minds about this." I love Josh Allen's tweet. He just tweeted out just pain yeah. after the after the toy, coin toss there. Yeah. Um yeah, no, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, you know, kudos to to the Bengals. Um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, something was off all year, and it was just just shocking to see it unfold. Um, congratulations to Zach Taylor and coming off the Sean McVay coaching tree, who's also in the Super Bowl, and and making the adjustments that he did at halftime. See Lafleur, there there are coaches out there that can do it. Um, <laughs> he dropped eight in the coverage uh, about sixty five percent of the time and just mm-hmm. befuddled uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yeah. First half, Patrick Mahomes, 149.9, 153.8 is, or I'm sorry, 158.3 is a perfect passer rating. So he was damn near perfect for the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, what was it, the first four? Well, basically all the possessions in the first half resulted in points. Yeah. Um, and then had a whopping zero in the second half. And you can't do that. And, you know, that's that's one thing that I do respect about Patrick Mahomes is he took 100% of the, 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 the accountability there and said, hey, look, it's on me. You can't go up by, uh, what was it, 18 um, in the first half and, and find a way to lose this game. There's no excuse for it. Um, so, you know, again, the, the defense adjusted so well. And that's what's, what's great about this Bengals defense is Everybody on that defense, there are no stars outside of uh, it was Henriksen, the, the defensive end from the yeah. Saints. Um, everybody else are, are just very good, very sound second and third round picks, you know, that are all four or five years in the <laughs> league. They're all like just guys that do their job, and that's it. There's no superstars on the mm-hmm. uh, outside of maybe Jesse Bates at safety. He's very good, but um, everybody just does their freaking job, and it's awesome. Um, that they were able to just shut down, you know, Tyree Kill. He he had two targets, no no receptions in the second half, and uh, yeah, Mahomes looked like his brother out there playing. So um, I am so excited for the Bengals. They've had just decades of mediocrity and heartbreak, and um, for them to go from two years ago the worst uh, record in the in the NFL to now Super Bowl con- uh, participants. 
you know, that should give give teams like Detroit. Four eleven uh, and one last year. Yeah. And that After was for the Burrow rookie up. Second yeah. year quarterback. I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. So. Yeah. So uh, interesting tidbit on that. The last team to make the Super Bowl two seasons after they had the NFL's worst record was two thousand three Carolina Panthers. That was a uh, Jake Delhomme led team. Yep. Uh the opposing coach, also Andy Reid. So I found that pretty huh. interesting. Um but I also and we'll we'll talk about Super Bowl ma- matchup here pretty soon. Um that's that's what I love about Joe Burrow. The dude is just so cool under pressure. The dude is taking beatings. He doesn't give a flying flip <laughs> uh, about getting hit in the mouth. He just comes back and starts slinging it down the field. So I thought it was pretty funny. There was a, a quote from Mike Tice, uh, former head coach of the Vikings, he said, I'm convinced the Bengals screen game works so well because it feels like just another rep for the opposing team's defensive line. Nothing seems to miss when they get the bang- when they get by the Bengals' goal line instantly. So. <laughs> I was like, uh, pretty damn good. so good. That is so, <laughs> so good. And, this, and the Bengals, like, yeah, had a hun- probably 150 yards on screen passes just yeah. in the second half. So. They've got so much talent out wide, but how fun is Jamar Chase versus Jalen Ramsey going to be in the Super Bowl? Love, can't wait, man. Can't wait. Excited. It's going to be a good one. Josh, anything to add? I do. So, two things. If I go, oh man, back when we were doing our top 10, <laughs> I have to eat my words a little bit here. Mm. Uh, when we had our very first uh, part timers master debate, one of the debate questions I came up with was Would the Kansas City Chiefs be a 500 record even even make it right they were playing pretty bad for a while yep yep i wasn't sure you you felt that they would come back i we both had them out of our top 10 for a while Mm -hmm. tyler and i did so kudos to them for bouncing back they ended up what they only had four losses right i think they were 11 and five 12 and 12 and five i believe okay yeah so they they bounced back did really good yeah um but my question to you guys is the second half, was it Patrick Mahomes playing different or was it Andy Reid playing conservative play call? Which no, one? it was the uh, yes. So, but <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes to the first question, but also that second question was inaccurate. Andy Reid d- didn't get conservative in the second half. Uh, actually, they, they abandoned the run game. Yeah. They were still trying to take okay. home run. They were trying to take these home run swings where they, if they would have just been hitting singles um, and, and chewing some clock and moving the football, um, that, that that McKinnon kid is outstanding. Yeah, Jared. They just can't stay healthy. He's he's phenomenal. Yeah. He's so good. And Clyde Edwards-Lair has been banged up too, and he's been he's been a good spell back. But that that McKinnon is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they went away from the run game just I don't understand why. You would think after watching the Atlanta uh, Patriots Super Bowl that they would have learned a thing or two. But you would think. Um, you know, shout out to me being right on on both the Bengals early in the season. Being on the hype train, hey, you and I were in the same. Yeah, spot. buddy, we uh, were in fist bump there. And we I got also said so much shit from time. I also <laughs> said the Chiefs were going to make a, a a good finish to the season, and and uh, Justin's absolutely right. I mean, they have their run game is is their Achilles heel, and it has been. And and to I I don't agree with Skip Bayless very often, but. He brought up a good point. The Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes have been too comfortable playing the 
Harlem Globetrotters on offense. For sure. It's it's the, you know, no look pass. It's it's these huge chunk plays, home run plays, mm-hmm. rather than taking what's there. It's and not sustainable. It's not. At some point somebody's gonna figure it out. And that's exactly yeah. what what the Bengals did. And I think most concerning was especially the last two possessions. Um the last drive of the 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 fourth quarter for the Chiefs and of course um, the overtime play is the decision making by Patrick Mahomes uh, was alarmingly bad when things didn't go absolutely right um, with that. He took two huge sacks, including one that resulted in a fumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, guys are running open. He's, he held the ball for what twelve seconds. There's no chance you're gonna just get rid of the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, he had Kelsey open and he just missed it. I, I don't know what he got tunnel vision. And he got uh, the yips. He got the yips, and, and it was back to what we saw early in the season. You know, things were not going well, and you know it's easy to say, you know, but that that's also coming off the epic comeback that he had in 13 seconds against the Bills. So which how, which is it? Is it Jekyll or is it Hyde? Yeah, you know, um, he's got to figure some things out because the O line did its job. They they, they really did. did. Yeah. And he just shit the bed. They you really know, shut down that three man rush with a spy. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's that's the thing. You know, at least you know, unlike some people, Mahomes took some damn accountability for it. You know, and I appreciate that that about him. So, but that I feel like is ha- that's their weapon is their way to success is big games between Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it's easy and, when you and, got and that's it. Like. Mm-hmm. That's so. If you can somehow shut that down or slow it down, and your offense does enough, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but did did they not? Did the Bengals not control the clock for about eight minutes on one drive? Or am I thinking of the Rams game? I'm sure they did. I, I was so excited watching that game. I forgot. I feel. <laughs> I feel like in the final quarter. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, they they, they had did the last have, eight, minutes eight minutes or something like that. They had and an so, and, and Joe yep. Burrow gave gave the ball back with four minutes and and the question was okay now you know Mahomes has the ball for four minutes mm-hmm. is Burrow gonna see it yeah does he drive down and get a touchdown he shouldn't have they had the ball yeah. in the red right. zone first and goal and they right couldn't punch it in yeah yep. so then, you know just two different types of games right you well, see them scoring in 13 seconds and then you see both teams taking a whole half a quarter it's weird man and that's what I love about the, the the coin toss Burrow didn't look defeated not for a second like He's like, just give me a chance. Yeah. That's all I need. Give me a chance. Get it. Get us. Get us a possession. And I swear to you, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put points on the board. Yep. And uh, McPherson, their 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 rookie kicker, by the way, has just been. He's twelve for twelve in the postseason. What a stud! Can't get more clutch than that for a rookie to to come in there. And then, man, the Bengals are just gonna be so goddamn exciting coming up for the next decade you know they're they're in the super bowl and they they're coming up on over 50 million dollars in cap space mm-hmm. uh going into the next season so they're going to be bringing in guys regardless of what happens oh yeah with the super bowl they're going to be better they're going to be year. bringing in studs mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's going to be yeah. man they're going to be a team to reckon with hopefully an offensive line but <laughs> moving on moving let's go, on let's go to the nfc side let's do it what did you um so 49ers uh, led the game in the fourth quarter, and your boy Matt Stafford, who we're going to talk about in a little bit, mm-hmm. um, brought the Rams back from the dead. Scored uh, 13 unanswered points. They were down. Uh, they were down 10. They ended up winning 20 to 17. They won. Didn't cover though, which kind of sucked. I went over two this weekend. I believe I went two and zero. Oh, yes. 
Yes, you did. Dog, did. Dogs walked again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> finally, finally got something I can hold over your head this year. Oh, wasn't you, a whole lot. Did you but... switch from the Rams? No, they did. They, I didn't. I stayed on the Rams and they won, but they didn't oh, cover they the didn't three cover. and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I thought you were buying that the three. Yeah, you did buy the. Oh, three. I did. Wait, you went. So you I went, did. So I went one. Oh, one and oh, one. Oh, and one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and one. That's right. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good talk. Yeah. Anyways, so that yeah, we'll, we'll 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 get into the game. So, um, Kyle Shanahan sucks in the fourth quarter, by the way. What the um, except for against the Packers. I mean, at least special teams is good. Yeah. But uh, in his last three losses in the fourth quarter, um, he's been outscored fifty-three to nothing. And this good is from hell. a guy that's considered an offensive genius. He uh, was outscored thirteen and uh, thirteen to nothing against the Chiefs in, in twenty nineteen. Uh, twenty-one nothing against the Patriots in twenty sixteen, and then uh, nineteen and zero against the Rams here. So, um, just absolutely pathetic. And by the way, Jimmy Garoppolo sucks. I will never <laughs> understand. No, I do because it, it, he's been carried by just elite talent everywhere else on his team. The guy is absolute dog shit, and the fact that the Packers lost against this bum of a quarterback that can't even. I'm gonna get too upset here. <laughs> Can't put a goddamn drive together. They didn't to lose to. Life. They didn't lose to him. They lost to uh, the 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 punter from the 49ers or the the pass rusher that blocked that field goal. Yeah, regardless, I mean, if you can't put up more points than Jimmy freaking Garoppolo, as good as. They I, did. Look, Jimmy Garoppolo I scored three points this. in that game. The 49ers are an unbelievably just tough team, top to bottom. Outside of Jimmy Garoppolo, every player on that team is is a beast. I mean, Trent Williams played through a high ankle sprain at the hardest position to play in football at left tackle. Uh, Bosa was coming off a concussion. Debo took a huge hit against the Packers a couple weeks ago, took another absolutely massive hit uh, that probably broke some ribs uh, against the Rams. And the guys out there giving it 110%. I love Debo. I, I I thought he was going to be done. Yeah, I, both both times I thought he was going to yeah. be done. And and Debo, I I don't think it's sustainable for his play style. But man, he is he is for my money the most exciting player in football right now. Um, he does everything. Um, but yeah, you know, and then Matt Stafford doing Matt Stafford things, throwing a, a, a crunch time interception in the in the red zone, and then. Uh, Puts one up right to a 49ers defender right in the fourth quarter that probably seals the game. And uh, fortunately for him, the uh, the DB dropped the ball. So uh, and, and again, good for him for owning it. But man, that's got to suck. Yep. <laughs> Big, biggest moment of your life. And it's just an absolute gimme. You could have caught it in your jersey for all, 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 that, all that matters and uh, just whiffed it. Yeah, J- Jalen Ramsey for the Rams had one like that too. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing. Could have could have ended the game. Yep. Uh, so you know both teams had one of those opportunities where it could have iced it. But yeah, mm. that's why they're DBs now, wide receivers. Right. Yep. If they yeah. had hands, they'd be on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Right. I can tell you. <laughs> I can tell you've been playing Madden. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's why they're on defense. Shut up. Heard that twenty eight times. <laughs> the first quarter for crying out loud. Anyway. Uh. Well, I, I think this is going to be a, a battle of attrition. There's no question about it. These these are two tough teams. Uh, I know we didn't get too deep into this this game. Um, if we have a show next week, we will break down this game yeah. in all different forms and facets. Before we 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 move on to the Super Bowl preview, we'll 
Jimmy Garoppolo, I would have to think, is is not going to be the quarterback of the 49ers. Next Correct. Year, yeah? Trey Lance is the quarterback of the future. They're going to trade Garoppolo for a sack of Klondike bars and move on. Yeah. Uh, it came out today that they're working on, on getting a trade. but um, Where's he going? Agent's, agent's going to be working it out. Um, I mean, there's going to be a that's, – that's, we'll talk about this in the end of year show, but I am very excited for the – likely uh, quarterback carousel that's going to take place this year. It's going to be interesting. I see a three-team deal coming into play for some teams. We're going to we I, I here's my prediction for the offseason. We will see a three-team deal moving like moving Garoppolo, Watson or some other mm. pieces are are going to move. Cuz I could see Garoppolo to Houston, Watson to somewhere else and picks going to San Francisco. Yeah. To, to recoup some of their Trey Lance loss. Correct. Yep. I like that. Um, Washington would be another one. Interesting. Yep. I could see him going there and, yep. and filling in at least. Alex Smith 2.0. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing. Like, you're not going to win. You're probably not going to win championships with Jimmy Garoppolo without an absolutely loaded team. So this is a situation where, you know, this San Francisco could keep him in the NFC. Uh, you know, unlike Green Bay will likely... If, if they trade Aaron Rodgers, probably going to be the, to an AFC team. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to think that Russell Wilson would be another guy that would be in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you're too worried about Jimmy Garoppolo coming back and smoking you in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> he's know, never so. been that much of a threat. No. I mean, the, the only reason he's still in the position he's in is because he's had a solid defense to carry the team. And that jaw and solid line. running backs. I yeah, mean, that's true. If yeah. they didn't have their money tied up in everything else, he would have been gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my opinion, yeah. But I'm all right, just, I'm just me. So we've we've got our Super Bowl matchup. It is official. We got Matt Stafford going in his first year with the Rams, going for his first Super Bowl ring, which will be as much as most of the active quarterbacks in the NFL still currently uh, against the uh, the underdog Bengals. This is the lowest seeded matchup in NFL history. Two four seeds going at it in the Super Bowl. You know what was kind of cool too is it was exactly one year from the date that it was announced that Stafford was traded, that he then won the NFC Championship exactly one year after. It's meant to be. He was in Cabo or Mexico or somewhere the year before. <laughs> he was told he was traded, and now he's the NFC Championship well, winner. So I, I think this is probably a better team than uh, than the Rams had rostered, even, even their last time to the Super Bowl. I mean, top to bottom, they're arguably – quite a bit better, especially along the O-line when Jared Goff took him to the Super Bowl. So um, I, this is this is going to be the closest you're going to get to a, a super team outside of Tampa Bay. And, you know, let's see if Matt Stafford can get it done. They gave, gave a lot of capital and, of course, Jared Goff up to get him there and get him over the hump. Do you guys think that uh, I would have to say that they've got to be the favorites going in this game. They're playing at home, which is not really a home game. But do you foresee them them finishing this off? I do. I Rams win, Bengals cover. I'm taking the Bengals plus four and a half on, on this one. Um, it's going to be a close game, no doubt about it. Okay. Um, my biggest concern for the Bengals, the X factor in this game, in my opinion, um, the because you can make an argument, Burrow, Stafford, pretty close i mean you're cutting teeth i mean stafford's got way more experience than joe burrow but just from like a talent perspective from a weapons perspective pretty even wide receivers pretty i mean 
pretty even. Um, they're playing with a lot of underdog energy right yeah. now, which which I like. The X factor here is the the Rams defensive line. Yeah. That's outstanding versus the Bengals O line, which is a bit of a dumpster fire. Yeah. So that that is going to be the biggest concern mm-hmm. if I'm a Bengals fan. So I think that the Rams defensive line controls this game and I think the Bengals keep it close. I see a backdoor cover here, but Rams are going to win this game. Josh, what are your thoughts? No, I agree. I think the I think the Rams are going to win and you know, I mean, if we look at the last six games, <laughs> they've all been decided by either a field goal or in overtime. Yeah. And it's been some of the best football we've had, playoff football especially. And yeah, I if think we rule it's out the wild continue. card round, I, I'd yeah. say there's no question about it. I, you know, I it's the best I one think, that I can remember. Yeah, I really do. I mean, the Super Bowl that that I remember the most is the twenty-eight to three Patriots Falcons. Um, that I mean, the comeback on that, going into overtime and then winning. That's you know, I'll never forget that one. But I I have a feeling this is going to be one of those ones that's a, an eventful game. It's fun to watch and that we'll remember. I hope I hope it's not boring. Hey, I'm gonna ride my Bengals bandwagon all the way through. <laughs> Here's the thing: um, the the Rams have the names, but when you look at what Joe Burrow has done on this playoff run, I, I'm all about momentum and swagger. And the Bengals have it. You know, I don't know what it is, but they have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think they all have 100% buy-in. Um, where the Rams, I, I don't know if I see that cohesiveness. You know, I see a lot of obviously great talent, great players, but, you know, that camaraderie and that momentum, it, it will play a factor in this game. Um, you look at Tennessee, you know, they may not have the names of uh, the Rams, and of course they don't have the appeal in the big market that, that the Rams do, but um, for the, for the whole season they were only six sacks behind the, the Rams and sacks, and if you remember um, – Joe Burrow took nine sacks in that game. Didn't matter. Guy took it to him, knocked off the one seed in the first round to give them their first playoff win. Um, I, I'm i a big believer in Joe Burrow. I think they have enough explosive weapons, and I think they'll game plan accordingly uh, to get it in one of these 3,000-yard receivers mm-hmm. and just keep the ball, keep, keep ahead of the chains. And, of course, um, a lot of it's going to come down to the trenches, obviously. Joe Mixon has to be contained, and I think Aaron Donald's obviously going to do that. But um, I think they're going to just ride this momentum. I think they're just they're at that zone right now where I don't think anybody can beat them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the, the, the X factor that I have, um, it, 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 unfortunately, it's Matt Stafford's propensity to have those 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 bad timed turnovers and I think the um Bengals are going to do enough to at least disrupt them a little bit they're going to contain the run game um but I I think it's going to come down to maybe one bad throw by Stafford that's going to seal the game um and I I just think the, the the Bengals are are more explosive on offense and uh it'll be close I think this will again I think this will be an all-time great Super Bowl but I think the Bengals pull it out Okay, Tyler's on Bengals money line. Hey Josh, why are you staring <laughs> at me like that? Because I know you got I know, to say. I know you love to talk about his 
interceptions, his untimely interceptions, and yes, those are there. But I also know that Stafford has probably the best, if not the best, record in terms of like fourth quarter comebacks. So if, yeah, if, and if, again against if, if a bunch one, of garbage if, teams. Nah. Like it's it's not like he's that's doing this against true. heavyweights. You know, until, until he got true. the Ra- got to the Rams, he wasn't do- doing this against playoff caliber teams. That's he did it against off. the Packers. When uh, I watched the game where the Packers did it to them, and then later in the season they came back and you're talking the the season where where uh, McCarthy got fired because uh, the Lions won twice in the, uh, the Packers uh, haven't uh, played uh, that well against it's been the done Lions. The last uh, and I'm saying that that was not a good Packers team. That was not a playoff Packers team. The Lions they didn't even make the playoffs have that year. played well against the Packers the last couple of years. They actually have though. You're, you're saying because they they won for the first time in what 25 years? No. Like why are no, we no, even no, talking no. about this? No. <laughs> <laughs> Last year we lost. We lost both games to the back. Y- yes, exactly. We played very good games, and we actually led. This is the stupid stat, right? Uh-huh. This is why I bring this up because I want to bring this stat up. We actually led the entire game. Yeah. <laughs> and still yep. lost both games. Uh-huh. <laughs> we led the Packers, Joe. Both <laughs> games, right? Both games the entire time. Yeah. But you also and still can't... lost because of the last second field goal. Time, <laughs> the, actually, like the time was already expired. Yeah, <laughs> they led for zero seconds yes, in those games, but they won both. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, you you, you can't that's argue the, the inopportune do. turnovers that he's no, had in, in good just, moments. And again, you know, again, I'm not but he has trying 20... to discredit him here. This is this is obviously far and away the best team he's ever had around him. Cooper Cup's just otherworldly, and and Odell has really turned it on in the playoffs and you know ask Green Bay what it's like to have a, a competent wide receiver too and Odell's done a great job and but Cooper Cup man that that dude is is otherworldly um they, they better figure out how to contain him and I, I you know if they can contain Tyree Kill I think they could figure it out and game plan accordingly but um so it, the real question is Josh who do you have there's a there's a four and a half point spread right now in favor of the Rams are you really asking me <clears throat> Sorry, microphone. I forgot I have to hold my microphone. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, are you really Budget asking cuts. me that? Yes. I'm I'm just making I'm, sure. Yeah. No, I'm definitely for the Rams. Yeah. Lay in fe- the points with the Rams. Yeah, I think we can all agree. I feel like I gotta go with I feel like I gotta go with Justin's theory here. Backdoor cover by the Bengals. Uh Rams still could pull it out, but we're You guys case, all love you, Matt Matt Stafford. That's fine. <laughs> I don't well, no, I don't well, hate Matt So what Stafford. I'm what I'm saying is the Bengals are easily the safest bet here because I think even if the Rams win, mm-hmm. the it's Bengals still close. covers. Yeah. yeah. So the Bengals are either going to cover or win. Right. Look, either way, wow. whoever wins this game so, will be so ending. There's a... no chance. <laughs> there's so no chance there's the Lions chance. cover. <laughs> the, the Rams. It's two options: either <laughs> they win or they don't cover. <laughs> yeah. <That's> pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Look, e- either team wins, they will be ending a 20-plus year Super Bowl drought. So either way, like it's it's going to be a yeah. great it's going to be a good Super year. Bowl Sunday. I'm and looking forward to. I it. hope everybody has a bunch of great food and and gets wasted and enjoys the game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. Well, I have. We're going to do a bonus segment here, real quick, and we were going to have uh, our final edition of the year of the part timers master debate. However. Um, Rob Banizak is going to get called out for this because he was supposed to call into the show. And he was we, scared to debate me, and he was he flaked out. He was scared. Rant. He ran, and uh, tail, tail tucked between his legs. 
in typical Lions fan fashion. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but Let's he posted this up said, nicely for Josh. Yes, we'll set this up for Josh. <laughs> yeah, I, I can take it from right here. Go for it. All right. There's there's two. What do we what do we what are we calling them out for again? What okay. what, so what I'll, is I'm gonna get right. you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm setting it up. First of all, before I say what he wrote on on Facebook, which got this all started, had me all heated and flustered. All right. There's two different camps for, for Detroit fans right now. You've got your you're hundred percent you're you're a Lions fan and it's okay to be happy for and root for Stafford. And then you've got the if you root for Stafford, how can you even consider yourself a Lions fan? Those are the two camps. Here's the comment from Rob. His comment on Facebook, all you quote-unquote Lions fans rooting for Stafford can kick some rocks into the river, which does he know it's December, first of all? There ain't no <laughs> rivers you can kick rocks It's into. February. Right. But. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I meant to... <laughs> well, end debate. Po- po- point received. You're, yeah, one for Rob. <laughs> I'm still in December, all right? I'm celebrating Christmas next week. All right. No, here, here's the thing. <laughs> I can't believe I said December. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that will remain, and that will be the clip leading into the show. That makes the final cut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's the thing. Stafford has fought for that team for 12 years. He has, I mean, he would be injured. He would be out there fighting. He didn't bring a championship, right? We had, I think it was just one, maybe two playoff games. Didn't win a single playoff game. The guy was, we're, we're going into the fourth rebuild, and this one, please, I pray this is the right way to do it. It feels, it feels right this time, but, so we're rebuilding. Do we really want to take a quarterback that's been in the league for 12 years that, you know, again, I think is a, is a great talent. I mean, it's proven now, right? Yeah, he's got the right team around him. He's going to the Super Bowl. Good for him, right? But, for him to say we can't root for him, be- and I- I'd love to know his reason. Like, is it is his reason because Stafford said he wanted to be traded? I was wanting him to be traded, not because he wasn't a good player and I didn't want him on the team, but I wanted to see him be successful somewhere because I knew it wasn't going to be in Detroit. And I feel like there's a lot of Lions fans in that exact same camp right now. And so that's why I really wanted to debate Rob because I wanted to know why he wants – Lions fans who are rooting for Stafford to kick some rocks into the river. What do you guys think on that? What are your thoughts? You want to take this one first? Go for it. All right. Why, why the hell not? Like, it, why can't you do both? Like, that makes no sense to me. You know, to your point, Stafford gave everything he possibly could to that team and the gross incompetence from the front office and. Uh, the, the hiring decision, everything top to bottom was was set up for him to fail, and they failed him. And there's no reason why you can't say, look, I hope this guy gets traded, can live up to the expectations that have been set for him, and finally be seen as an elite quarterback, um, you know, and, and wish him all the best. That, that, that makes zero sense to me why you shouldn't be able to do that and still support the Lions, like, again, this... Especially this, when the Lions aren't in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. absolutely. Well, it, so you should say, hey, you know, I, I hope he gets all the success that he deserves, that for all the shit that he put up with for for his 12 years, 
you cannot argue that he didn't do everything for that team and and, and for the community of Detroit and um, you know the list goes on and on and by all accounts other than you know so, sometimes his wife gets a little out of hand on <laughs> on Twitter <laughs> but that's just beside the point like it, it, the guy is a class act um, exactly. from everything that I've seen again being on the opposing side of that. Um, there's absolutely no, and you're you're not becoming a Rams fan. You're right. saying, hey, I hope Stafford gets gets his ring finally, like big yeah. fucking deal. You know, yeah. I I and, hope Brett Favre did, did great things when when he left, even when he came to Minnesota. Obviously, I want to kick his ass when we played him, but <laughs> it doesn't mean like, hey, uh, you know, this this guy gave everything to my franchise for his entire career. I want him to be successful. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing too, like it wasn't even you know Stafford didn't make any issues when he requested the trade uh, you know it was just simply he, you know he's asked to he, he asked to have a, you know a different start right yeah. he, he didn't want to go through another rebuild um it, which i think after 12 years how can you blame him yeah, how no, can you blame exactly. him exactly and here's the thing like if we got a third round pick for him i'd be like well that sucks but we got a first two firsts a third and golf which whatever okay but <laughs> you got a bridge the, second half of the season was better exactly yeah the thing is is we're in that part of a rebuild that even golf isn't the answer to quarterback we that's going to be addressed maybe this draft maybe I the next not. draft i don't know that's to be determined but the point is is him being on that team him staying in detroit was going to help us win a few more games this year but it wasn't going to help us in the long term with a rebuild so let him go get the capital the two you know first round picks the third round pick i think we won and now that they're going to the super bowl the rams won as far as i'm concerned right now we'll see if they win the game but that's to me both sides won so there's no ill feelings mm -hmm. in my book so you know that's why i just wondered you know why why are we kicking rocks you know, for, yeah. for rooting him. What makes me not a Lions fan? I, I am a Lions fan through and through. How how can there not be, again, any anything other than Goodwill? Like, did you want him to remain on the roster and then pull a Calvin Johnson or a Barry Sanders? That, and that was going to be my next point. Just, like, yeah, he I, broke the cycle. I'm done. He yeah. broke the cycle, which is what we all maybe we he all broke mad the curse. That maybe all, maybe that yes, broke the curse. Exactly right. I mean, we we. <laughs> Barry Sanders, Calvin Johnson, both of those Hall of Famers, and they had their entire career there. Had they gotten an opportunity to move out, who knows what they could have done, yep. right? And and they probably would have enjoyed their their time and would have been in the league longer. And so yeah, I you know he broke that cycle. Maybe that broke the curse. I have a prediction to make. Stafford oh. wins the Super Bowl this year. The Lions make the playoffs next year. I like that. The curse like is broken. Bullshit. You know, all, all the shit that we talk about Jared Goff at the end of the day. Once Sam Campbell took over play yes. calling duties, he was a much better quarterback. Oh, yeah. His second, second half of the season stats were actually very good. I yeah, mean, they, they were you, actually we, better than what Matt Stafford's were can we, in the second half of the can season. Can we give the guy a break for a second? In the first time in his career, he's going to a brand new system. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, it was the second time because he had and, Jeff and Fisher a, and then and, so. a much worse roster. For it, sure. Yeah, much worse roster, and then on top of that, you had you know the guy you practiced all training camp with went down with a concussion in the first game and mm. never came back. Yeah, <laughs> and then you had a, a rookie was your other top wideout who went out in week three mm. and never came back. Yeah, and, and then, then you then get you're this fourth round Amon Ross St. Brown who came out of nowhere. Yeah, I love him and awesome. And, and the thing is, is 
they knew they liked him, and it just took Dan Campbell to say, "All right, we got to figure out how to game plan him in." Right. And once they did, huge difference. Yep. Yeah. And you know, there was three or four games they almost won in the first half of the season. If Campbell was calling, we could see a completely different record with Detroit right. in a rebuild in mm-hmm. your in year one. So yeah, when it's exciting. It, they're a few plays away from being a five hundred team. They are. So yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's a show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Wealthy Sports Lounge. Uh, check us out on Facebook at the Rutkowski Podcast Network. And uh, click the link in the description to get a $100 free bet from your friends at DraftKings. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Uh-huh.